96.1 FM Kohala Once again, it's uh, Thursday, December 30th, 2021, and uh, it's 7.04, and we're listening to KRLP 96.1 FM Kohala, and uh, I'd like to welcome all of you uh, that, that are tuning in, especially our good friend Rick, he always listens, and uh, hopefully Sarah out in uh, New Lee. <laughs> But uh, thank you. Anyway, I'm sitting here with uh, Kavika. How's it going, Kaviks? I'm okay. Thank you very yeah. much. How's it full of yours? Uh, well, they had some problems with it, huh? Yeah, I'll, I'm dealing with it. Yeah. But you use, you've been using Hawaiian herbs uh-huh. to deal with that infection. Yeah. Can, can you share with us what, what those are? Or is it secret? Well, common herbs. Yeah, like what? Tea leaf. 
Uh, I would use a. Um, oh no, I can't think of it. Lokai. I see a lot of lokai in your yard. Yeah, that, that's for a drawing, but to draw but, it on. Huh? Yeah, to heal. I would like the root of that uh, Joey. Oh, oh Joey. Oh man, where do you find that at? All over the place. Yeah. Uh, about 1,000 feet elevation and lower. Wow, I haven't seen that for a while. Yeah. It grows by streams, huh? Sometimes. Um, uh, oh, maybe from I my house, going down to the transfer station. Yeah. All along the left side, a lot of it. They don't have seeds to it, huh? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. But you got to dig it out. Yeah, I'm thinking of something else. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's been helping. Yeah, a lot. Oh, all right. Well, that's good to know. So, Joey, you put it on there. Yeah, it, it Because I know your photo is really affected. It, that heals from the inside out. Oh, inside out. Yeah, so it doesn't seal the, the skin until the the inside is healed. I remember I said, oh, let me take you to the doctor or emergency or something. Because uh, it was looking bad. And yeah. you said, no, I'm going to treat it with Hawaiian herbs. So, I thought, mm, yeah, okay. Well, I, you know, you got to do your thing, huh? The only choice I had was emergency room. Well, you know. You know, well, it was holiday and so. Yeah, you don't want to ruin somebody else's holiday. holiday yeah, no food. You know, just suffer. Tough it out. Uh. I was afraid I'd go up to your house and go, ow, 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 and nobody answers. <laughs> and then I have to go inside, you know what I mean? Uh, and yeah. look. And I never like do that. No. You know, it's not my thing. No. But I think you're hitting something over there. Yeah, I don't know uh, what it is. I don't know. You're hitting something? No. You sure? Your foot? Yeah. Nope. What is that? It's gunshots, man. Outside, sound like cannon. Oh. Oh, today's December 3rd. Oh, okay. I thought I thought it was something that we were doing. No, when I went out to close it, you know. Oh, somebody's firing off. So. I don't know. Sounds like. I oh, didn't okay. see anything in the air. Oh, I thought it was something here in the studio. No, no. But anyway, good that uh, you're back on your feet. Not No pun intended. <laughs> But uh, your, those herbs are working for you. That's good to know. Uh-huh. And uh, you're seeing a really low chair, yeah? No, I'm slid forward so I can put my leg up. Oh, oh okay, okay. Because I could just see your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like that cartoon, the <laughs> guy looking over the fence. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll get started. Yeah. I, I know we're, we're down at uh, Kaname'e, yeah. which is uh, the old... Coast Guard Station. Yeah, old landing. Yeah. I remember when the uh, Coast Guard was really happening. They had all these uh, guys living down there. Oh, no fooling. Yeah. They had that that high tower, that antenna. Uh-huh. And uh, there a whole bunch of guys were down there. No they had a mess yeah. hall and all kind, all kind of guys, right? Yeah, I got to meet several of them. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. We used to play basketball. And Surf. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was pretty cool. I remember oh. we'd go out there and visit them. Uh, they had and pool table. And <laughs> but I remember uh. we were uh, sitting down there, you know, where you park by the white fence, uh-huh. by the monument. Yeah. And uh, we're sitting there and we started to to reminisce mm. about uh, diving and, you know. But anyway, before we get to that, you know, because I know my good friend Rick Cohen, he really likes to hear us talk about Oh. Uh, days of old, okay, and that gives him a good sense of place, ah. uh, a better understanding of where he lives here in Kohala. I'm glad. Yeah, and he, I, I think he went up to you one day and he he talked it, to you about that. Yeah, he introduced himself and said, "Oh, now I got a face to put the name to." You know, I enjoy listening to the program, and uh, I appreciate that because you know, people try to talk and they don't come out right and others look at ah, who is this guy trying to imitate well they're trying to be you know they want to fit in they want they deal not to abuse they want to be a part of they yeah. want to be a part of the community yeah and yeah, the more information he receives huh listening to uh, you talk yeah i talk he was impressed by you oh. he told me it, it kind of gives him a better sense of place of the community that lives there when he listens to those old stories. Uh-huh. Old stories because I guess we are old. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And uh, uh, what do you call? 
And he, he enjoys that. He has a better understanding of the community that he lives in. Well, I, I appreciate that. Or what was uh, before. Uh-huh. But anyway, before we get to that, because I knew we went to sitting there at Kaname Coast Guard. Yeah. We started to talk about things, but we're going to get back to that, you know. But I was, uh, I was on FB, uh, Facebook. Yeah. And <coughs> uh, they had, there was this conversation going on, Kamailio conversations, mm. about the Kuala Pool. Okay. You know, that it was closed. Uh-huh. And people are going back and forth, why, why don't they fix it, blah, 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 blah. Uh. And um, I made, a, f- I made oh. a few comments. And it, it dawned on me that we had, I had uh, Maurice Moran, no, Maurice. Yeah. Uh, Messina. No, it was a month ago because they come on the third Thursday. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so a month ago he was wow. here. Yeah, it was that long. I had, I had, Actually, when the pool closed, I had written an email uh-huh. uh, to Tim, our yeah. councilman. Yeah, and uh, I was I was concerned about they had it's uh, put a, a new rule. I thought it was a new rule that you needed to have two lifeguards in order Correct. for the pool to open. Right, and I said for the past forty-seven years, huh. that was never a rule. And I said, how come now? Wow. And uh, he conveyed that message to the Parks and Rec Director, Maurice Messina. Uh-huh. And I don't know, they got to talking, and then they got back to me and said, you know what, he's going to come out. Because Tim comes out every third Thursday. Yeah, And Messina said, oh, he's going to come out, uh-huh. and he's going to uh, talk to me about it. Okay. About this new ruling. Yeah. So I, I wrote back. Yeah, through Amy, his uh, aide. And I said, can I bring some people? Mm. Uh, like Rick Cohen is a pool patron. The guy has uh, really supported the pool for years. He's also supported the Kuala High swim team, mm. you know, uh, yeah. getting them jackets and uniforms, swimsuits. Wow. He even started a, uh, uh, a donation, I don't know what to call it, where people can donate money to the swim team. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, he if he can he, he goes to the pool every day and you know that's his uh one of the things of why he loves living here in Kohala. Oh. So I invited him to say, Oh just come. We're not gonna make this a public mm-hmm. hearing, you know. Yeah. And I also got in touch with uh Ben Fisher. Yeah. He was a lifeguard here for twenty five years. Uh-huh. And uh he knows a lot about the pool. And so I, I've been, I was the uh, senior lifeguard for 11 years. Uh, for the past five years, you know, uh, I know the pool. Uh-huh. And sometimes so they'll ask me, the lifeguards would ask me, oh, how'd you do this? Oh, how'd you do that? Right. You know, the same thing I did when I took over the pool from Ben. Uh-huh. I would have spent, hey, how do you do this? How do you do that? Yeah. You know, it's, I don't know, ongoing training. So anyway, I had uh, me, Ben, Rick, and you were there. Uh-huh. Yeah, because we was going to do the radio show. Yeah. And so we started that discussion of why two lifeguards when for the past 47 years there were no life, you know, that wasn't a rule. No, just one. One that opened. Yeah, 1974. Mm. The first lifeguard was uh, Andy Oshta. And I believe the second lifeguard after Andy, Andy moved to the mainland and uh-huh. became the Parks and Director. Uh, Parks and Recreation Director for some... Uh, City in California, I, f- I forget where. And uh, Alfonso Mitchell. Right. He took over. Uh-huh. And then after Alfonso Mitchell, yeah. seven years later, uh, Ben Fisher became right. the lifeguard. Uh-huh. And he was there for 25 years. Then Ben went to the Apuna Beach, mm-hmm. and then I became the senior lifeguard at Kuala Pool for the next 11 years. And so, you know, we know a lot about that pool. I mean, we, <laughs> you know, like the back of it. I think, I think between me and Ben, we know that pool better than anybody else, including the people that are in Hilo. <laughs> well. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah, it's understandable. You deal. Yeah. I mean, I see that pool break down, the pump, this, that. Well, uh, you know, 
over the years, you know. Yeah. And uh, the pool was built in 1974. So the the best word I can used to describe the pool and its equipment is the word antiquated. You know, oh, I don't know antiquated. I yeah, know old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> antiquated. Yeah. You know, it's like the pipeline that the uh, sugar plantation put in yeah. to water the sugar cane fields. Well, it, it, should, related, it should be related to anti-mumilani. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, so it's old. You know, it's old. But, but anyway... Uh, after we resolved the uh, two lifeguard rule, uh-huh. I called up American Red Cross, by the way, to find out, you know, because oh. I don't ever remember that in training. But when I talked no, to the, uh, the topic went smoothly on into the next. Well, you know, I talked to American. Oh, uh, man. Oh. Uh, what do you call American Red Cross. Oh. And they said, no, there isn't uh, a rule. You know, where you have to have two lifeguards. Okay. But he said, but we have a rule where it says you have a, can you uh, save somebody and extract them from the pool in a minute, 30 seconds? No. I don't know. Depends. Not likely. Well, it depends. Yeah, on an incident. If it's a kid and the only way is like. You know, 50 yeah. pounds, yeah, no problem, man. But if he's an adult and he weighs like 300, well. Takes a little more time, huh? Well, I don't know if I could pull him on the pole. And so their point was, no, there isn't a rule, but if you can do it in a minute 30, which is, well, best to have two lifeguards, I guess. Anyway. Okay. After we got that settled, we talked about, hey, the pool's closed. When mm-hmm. can it be open? And that became a, a discussion that uh, till this day the pool is, is closed. In <clears throat> I don't want to say indefinitely, but it's closed. They ain't going to open. Yeah. And a large part of it is because the pump uh, broke. Why don't they fix it? Yeah. Retired. You know, that, that I know the pump. I know the pump. You know the problem is, yeah, is uh, there's something I want to share with the listeners out there because a lot of this information they don't know, and well, you know, how should they know? I mean, you know, uh, we don't have a public forum talking about mm-hmm. the pump yeah. at the pool, but the pool was built in 1974. The water from the pool goes through this piping system and flows into what we call a holding tank. Okay. For the holding tank, yeah, it uh, goes through the pump, goes to the pump. The pump uh, shoots the water to these five filters, sand filters, yeah. Uh, the water shoots in from the top of the filter. There's, there's a pipe leading into the top of the filter. There's a pipe at the bottom of the filter that comes out to another line where the pu- water goes back into the pool. And it exits through these pool jets. Yeah. 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 So there's a lot of room for error. Well, no, I mean, that's how the system works. You uh-huh. know, it goes through the gutter. Everybody knows the gutter. The water goes through the gutter. It goes to the holding tank. The holding tank, you know, uh-huh. maintains a certain level. And then the pump, you know, is sucking this water. And it pumps it into Filtering. these filters that goes yeah. back into the pool. Right. The only thing is... Yeah, when they built that pool in 1974, the location of the pump, yeah, is at the same level of the water in the pool. It's the same level. When you look at the pool, you see the water by the gutters, Uh right? The pump is actually (coughs) the pump room. It's down below ground floor. Oh. It's the same level as the water in the pool. Okay. Yeah. To reduce the amount of friction. This yeah. is what happens. This is why this pump uh, breaks down. Yeah, it's working too hard. Oh, no, no. Why? Let me explain. You're like the people in Kohala. So, so okay, okay, go ahead. They jump good, to these good, conclusions. Good, take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> Playing the advocate, come on. Yeah. There's a big rainstorm. Boom, it's raining, pouring, yeah? Oh. The power goes out. Now, the pump is sitting at 
pool level, right? There's a holding tank that's filling up with water because there's a lot of water going to the pool from the rain. Now, this is what we call a sump. It's a concrete box yeah. that the overflow from the holding tank goes into the sump box, yeah. which has a pump. And then the water goes to a certain level. It activates the sump pump. And the and sump pump turns on, and it pumps the water out, mm-hmm. out into the yard, right. into this big, deep hole it dug. Yeah, I know this. Okay. okay. This is what happens. The power goes out. The rain is coming down. The pool is filling up. The water is going to the holding tank. It overflows. Uh-huh. It goes into the sump, but there's no power for the, the pump to turn on. Yeah. And that water level rises. Uh-huh. Okay. Until what happens? That the pump, pump is on the water. Yeah. The entire pump is submerged. And you got Food fifteen s- minutes, about fifteen minutes that time to to get to where I lived in Anakia to the park. And that time I didn't have a key to the front gate. Park my car, walk inside, open the door, go to the pump room. Yeah, no power, I got a flashlight now. Open the door, get a five-gallon bucket with a rope, and start to empty out that sump, you know, by hand. Uh-huh. And sometimes uh, if my son was there, I'd, I'd bring him with me. We'd be bailing water out, you know, yeah. and blocking the uh, gutter so no more water coming in uh, to keep that pump from uh, submerging. If we're hmm. lucky, if we're able to get there at time. So over the years, yeah. this pump is, you know, uh, uh, at times, uh, you know, it gets submerged. Yeah. No, can't help. And so they fix it. Can't help. Yeah. They fix it and uh, comes back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, just wear and tear at all those. Anyway, the pump doesn't work anymore. No, uh, are the people in Hilo aware of the situation? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they know all this stuff. Okay, so why the lack of maintenance or foresight? Um. Uh, Two years ago, uh-huh. you know, uh, let me uh, ten years ago, well, not more than ten years, I'd say about, uh, yeah, maybe ten, twelve years or so. Kohala pool was slated to for a renovation. Okay. Yeah, they were going to renovate the pool. Uh-huh. And I thought, yeah, okay, all right. So they go shut the pool down, uh-huh. and they're going to renovate it. You know. Whatever renovation, yeah, needs. change the pumps, the whole, yeah, do a really oh. job. Uh, and he told me, Jeff, your pool is number one priority. We're gonna renovate the pool. Okay. Then they said, Oh, you know what? Uh, uh, we can't do it. <laughs> okay. You know. Well, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna go in the back burner. So what, uh, those are flat exe- uh, region uh, or. Uh, yeah. Funding? Yeah. Or I don't know. Well, I don't know. They said they can't do it. Okay. So anyway, about two, three years ago, I'll say two years ago, yeah. Okay. So Councilman Tim Richards just said, hey, Jeff, maybe three years ago, I don't know. I said, Jeff, I, I, I told Richards, you know, hey, we're going to change the filters to the pool because, you know, they're breaking down. Mm-hmm. I've got five filters, I'm down to four, and then I'm down to three. You know, but we keep the pool going, yeah? Yeah. Uh, we just got to backwash the filters <coughs> more often. Anyway, I oh. hope I'm not boring you guys out there. Maybe I am. But, uh, so we got to do something. So he said, okay. So he starts working on it, and then he's able, he says, Jeff, I got $400,000 to change the filters, to change, to fix uh-huh. that pump room. I went, oh, great. Yeah, great. That's what it's going to cost. You know, I even had this guy, a good friend of mine, uh, work out the whole filtration system, how much the filters would cost. About 800 apiece, the holding tank. You know all this kind of stuff. About 400000 would change the pipes and everything. And then what happened? Fund was off someplace else. Two years ago, what happened? I don't know. The virus. COVID virus. It, the money vanished, bro. Oh. They use it for something else. Wow. And so down the line, what are we dealing with? And so at the meeting, we're talking with Masil and Tim. And uh, this is what came out of that meeting. 
koala. Mm-hmm. Is, and I, I noticed because uh, when we get the pump fixed, the mechanics would tell me, Jeff, you know what, this pump can't take it too often. You yeah. know, and it, and it had a ceramic uh, gasket. He said, once that thing goes, man, that's it. This pump, no can fix. And so these pumps are specially designed for each pool. They're different. Okay. Yeah. And so the pump at Koala Pool is especially, was a specially designed pump. It fits Koala Pool. Yeah. Anyway. So I knew that, you know. And so we took care of the pump, but, you know, things happen. It can't help. And, yeah, uh, we do. Yeah. And so we, know, we don't have control. All of a sudden, the, the pump didn't work. I wasn't the lifeguard, but, you know, they, uh, I knew about it. Pump broke down. They came, uh-huh. took the pump out, took it to Hilo. Yeah. Uh, we, there's only one place that fixes it in Hilo. And I remember uh, one time when the pump broke, Mayor Kim called up the, uh, where they fix these pumps, there's only one place. Yeah. Yeah, because they fixed, where the plantations were uh, in operation, these guys did all their work for their machinery. Yeah. And even Mayor Kim, you know, he, he called up and says, hey, can you, when you bring them in, you're, you got to stand in line, right? Oh. But he called and says, can you make this number one priority? And they did. You know, and, and so they I'm did. glad we have people like Jim in office. Yeah, well, you know, they, they, he did what he could. Uh-huh. And so they brought the pub back, you know, hook it up, and it ran. You know, and, and so we're going along. But anyway, this time the pump, they, they fixed the pump, brought it back, and uh, soon after the pump broke again. Not, not nothing, not delicate submerged, nothing. It just gave up. Uh-huh. You know, it just died. Yeah. And, uh, that's it. And so I remember when Ben was there, he had your friend Carlos. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. He ran his uh, camera video machine. camera yeah. through the pipes. And at that time, the pipes were clogged. In fact, he marked right on the deck where the clogs, clogs were. Yeah. We got these big uh, Norfolk pine trees. Huh? Yeah, all right around. Yeah. And... Uh, and a banyan, it's worse. And uh, the pipes are getting clogged with roots. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so this last time, the uh, they ran a camera through, and you know the the pipes are clogged. Yeah. So you know it's extra work for the pump. Yeah. To push water through. The, the pump is is overtaxed. I mean, even yeah. before the problem. Yeah. You can get a new pump, but they're gonna run into the same problem. The other yeah. thing I'm going to share with you guys they call is like the filters. Yeah, we had five filters. Oh. But Tova broke down, so we're running with three. But, you know, we make, they maintain chlorine levels and pH and, and all that. They test the water, yeah, because it's yeah. important. Yeah. you got to protect the people. Yeah. But um, the thing is, those filters, they're breaking down. Okay. Now, when the water goes through the filters and goes back into the pool, yeah. it comes out through these jets. Yeah. That if you put your head along the gutter on the bottom. Yeah, you can feel the water. Every uh, four feet, three feet, you feel a jet. Mm-hmm. Those jets were shooting out sand. Ah, uh, you know. But there's a way to deal with it. But eventually, the uh, inside the uh, filters, they have these these veins. That it's a sand filter that churns up the sand. But these veins were breaking down, so in these jets, you would have these pieces of plastic that were stuck in holes. And we'd go there with pliers, yeah, and pull them out, break them and pull them out. And uh, that was constant. So that whole system is breaking down. Well, why did they take care of it? Well, they didn't. This administration uh, inherited all of that. Uh-huh. And so the, the, the way they're going to deal with it is do a complete renovation. All and right. they're looking at it's going to cost $4.5 million. Okay. Yeah. Uh, people are saying, oh, let's call uh, Tim and David Tarnas and all our political representatives and uh-huh. tell them how much the pool means to us. Well, in our meeting, you know, Masito said, you know what, this is a top priority for the mayor, uh, as well as Messina. You know, they want to uh, get this pool fixed. 
But the state that it's in, it's going to be a long overall. Anyway, that's what we got out of the meeting. And uh, I asked them, well, how can we help? And, you know, basically how we can help is to be advocates for uh, funding. Uh-huh. When they ask for funding, we've got to be advocates to support that okay. uh, request. But anyway, that's where it's at, the koala pool. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's kind of a long explanation, but uh, I can tell you honestly that, you know, it's not like uh, things weren't happening. We we did have 400000 to uh, fix the pool at one time to pump room. Uh, but because of the, uh, you know, uh, virus, all that uh, went down the drain. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, we're listening to KNKRLP 96.1 FM Koala. Thank you for that long, I hope that boring explanation. But I know people are saying, well, why don't we just get a pump? Well, you can't just get a pump because it's going to be pushy through those clogged pipes. Anyway. That's where it's at. We're going to take a short break. Be right back.
Yeah, you know, those are my favorite singers, uh, Matthew and Rosalind Kupakab, Nili'i, uh, Makayo, uh, Poa Lilihua, uh, one of my favorite. Oh, Matthew was a falsetto singer. Uh, he could really so thing, uh, sing falsetto. And uh, I really enjoyed, uh, he used to, you know, he used to, uh, he and his wife, she was a good ukulele player. And, you know, of course, he was a guitarist. And they would show up at our house or people's houses and visit, and they would just play. And uh, we'd sit around. Oh, man, it was, I miss those days. You know. Anyway, uh, we're back. We were talking about the call of pool. One thing I, I, I didn't mention about the call of pool was this guy made a comment on Facebook, and he said, oh, the pool was green. Yeah, because uh, there's nobody there during the weekend, yeah? And so the water is going to, the algae, you know, uh, going to turn the water green. You look at it, <coughs> limo. <laughs> and uh, somebody said, oh, no, I saw the water was clear. They must have fixed the pump. But not, no. What happened is uh, they got a really good uh, senior lifeguard. The guy has figured out the water's not circulating. But uh, he's been able to, like, well, he's there Monday to Friday, not on weekends. Mm -hmm. He's been able to uh, turn the green water to clear, and then he maintains it. But then when he leaves, you know, for the weekend, mm -hmm. then, you know, the algae will take over. But, yeah, that's the reason why you may see the, the water green in the pool, and then uh, during the week it, it's not green, it's clear uh, through his efforts. You know, the thing uh, I want to tell maybe parents and uh, kids out there, you know, um, I, I know, <laughs> you know, I don't blame them. I know kids, they hop the wall, you know. They go in the pool, they go to the diving board, you know, they swim up, whatever, and then they hop over the wall and they dig out, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, you know, the thing is, um, you don't want to trust that water because the pumps are running. Even though it's, it's super chlorine, there's a lot of chlorine in there. And uh, I don't know how it's going to affect, you know, a person uh, who may jump in a pool and it's got a high chlorine t content. Or if the water is green, that means there's uh, low or none, no chlorine in it. And, you know, they have this, uh, I forget the name of the disease, but it attacks the uh, intestinal system. Mm -hmm. uh, for kids... And uh, senior citizens, it can be fatal. Yeah. Yeah, fatal. And uh, so if you guys out there, you like hop over the fence and jump in a pool, then, you know, uh, you got to be careful. Uh, you don't want to get that water in your mouth because that's where it happens. Uh, and what happens, it's like you get constant diarrhea, dehydration. Mm -hmm. And for little kids, infants, it it's, can be fatal, uh, especially for senior citizens. Yeah. So try to refrain from jumping in the pool. Uh, you know, it could cause you uh, a lot of illness that you don't need. Anyway, so anyway, I'm sitting here with Kavika, and uh, not with the Kuala Pool. But uh, Kavika and I were down at uh, Kaname'e, which is a Coast Guard station. And we're sitting there and looking out the ocean. I don't know, how can we, how we end up down there? Hmm? How come we ended up down there? To look at the water? Oh, okay. I guess it's natural. He yeah, has fishermen, surfers. Got to have that contact. Huh? Got to look at the ocean. I don't know. When I was living in uh, Utah, you know what really bothered me? I couldn't see the ocean. Every day mm. I'd look, you know, not really looking, but, you know, what I take for granted here. Yeah. Every day, no matter where I'm at, I see the ocean. Yep. Yeah, anyway, we don't kind of man, and we're looking at the ocean. And then we started to uh, reminisce and, and remember uh, people that we dove with, or mm -hmm. I know you, you dove with, and uh, who are no longer here. Yeah. yeah. Sad. Well, we all got to go sometime, but we don't have to rush it. Still miss them. Yeah. Weren't you guys diving at Kapakai? Kapakai? Yeah. Kapakai. Tiny? Yeah. yeah. Was that Kapakai? Kapakai no, is up, up uh, from that. It was Motor the Hill. Oh, Motor the Hill. 
Yeah, you know where uh, what city is now? The pump used to be the pump. Uh, Waikani. Waikani. Oh, really? Yeah. Waikani pump. Wow. Uh, Over there. Uh huh. Oh, I thought it was down Kapakai. No. So anyway, we, we we thought we'd pay a tribute to these guys that we knew. Uh huh. That uh. Joe King, so not, yeah. not a swimmer, OB picker, but he disappeared too. Yeah. What was the, uh, what happened to Tiny? Um, he had attached his, his uh, kui line. His fish line? Yeah. Securely. And it's, uh, Around his waist or something? Yeah, and it, he got caught in a coral. So it's okay as the tide was low, but as the tide rose, couldn't get the cord out. There's nothing to cut it with. I mean, if you look back now, you can think of things to use. But well, back in those days, nobody carried daggers or knives. No, it was just your diving no, spear and whatnot. Just coral. You can use coral to cut it. No, coral is sharp. Um, rocks, broken rocks. But you're not thinking clearly. I wouldn't be thinking clearly either. My first concern was to get him out. How? How? You know, knife. Oh, no more knife. Now what? So it's it's it's. It was a bad way of diving. I mean, you know, we learned from our ancestors. And, but some lessons cannot be taught. They got to be learned. And that cost was too expensive for me. I know uh, our friend uh, would go diving that he would tie the uh, fish line yeah. around his waist. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. tie a knot. Yeah. And uh, my friend, who I dove with, uh, oh, started to scold and said, don't you ever do that. Yeah. That's dangerous. Sure. Know. So my understanding, when Tiny was diving, he had tied the fish line to his waist. Uh-huh. He dove down, and he got snagged on the car or something. Uh-huh. He didn't realize it till he went up. That he's stuck. Yeah. So the harder you pull, the more uh, tension made it secure in the... Coral. In the rocks, yeah. Rocks. I think it was rocks. Yeah, it got to be. Coral, well, coral you can break. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I wasn't there. But I was supposed to make that dive and I didn't. Oh, I thought you were there. No, I, I got home and, and I saw all these sad faces in the garage. and I, I mean... <laughs> comment wow geez looks like somebody died and boy did I get it for that I didn't know yeah I didn't know but uh, evidently he couldn't reach the surface no he he was above the surface oh he was above the surface but as the tide rose you know it, it, he doesn't rise with the tide he right. stayed he's, he's, he's stuck so he drowned yeah that must have been hard on the guys that were with him oh no fooling because well it's another story, but uh, things happen. You know, we're not in control. But we should be prepared, I think, well, if, I, if you can be. Well, nowadays, you know, everybody carries a dagger, knife, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. You know, that's but there's a lot like, of them that don't. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's true. For me, it's like standard equipment almost. You yeah, because you never know. You never know. You know. Well, not for that purpose, but, you know, you might mm. see something you want. It's a, it's a funny story I have to share. Um, Go ahead. A friend of mine was uh, one of the, the guys that, uh, part of the organizers of uh, uh, Sonny Tanabe Invitational Dive Tournament. And I was invited to two of them. So they were, they were, they'd come early, you know, during the summer before the, the tournament and my friend Harry, uh, Harry Wishard down here at the gallery, was one of the guys that, you know, was responsible for the tournament. Well, he would take the divers out, you know, get them acclimated to the, the game. And I was there one day, and uh, I asked this one, one diver, one of the team, oh, how come you got so many knives? He had one on his elbow, another one on his uh, opposite hand, the wrist. Uh, on a knee. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and one or, one or two on a belt. And I thought, what? 
That's a lot of knives. He said, shark. Wow, you got to teach me this, man, because, you know, shark, I get out. I don't, I don't play, plan on playing with my knife. He said, no. I go to this closest driver and I poke him. And while the shark is eating him, I'm going to show. I started laughing and he didn't laugh. Oh, jeez. And then he started laughing later. But, I mean, you know, it was, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bad joke. <laughs> he, was, he was pretty yeah, serious well. about it. I want to talk about, I know I had mentioned this guy's name to you. I, I don't know if people remember him. I think the uh, old-timers, oh, I guess people like us, if we're the old-timers, was uh, Jack Iriguchi. Yeah. He lived uh, in the last house as he entered the Kamehameha Park. Kamehameha Park. And he was married to Elsie Tamanaha. I don't and, remember her. Yeah, and her son. Oh. almost had his name on my table uh, by time. Dalton, Tamanaka, Tamanaka, sorry. Tamanaka. No, 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 no. Yeah, he was a newscaster. Oh. Yeah, he was a newscaster. But I remember Jack Riguchi. Yeah. Japanese guy, of course. Nice looking guy. Nice looking yeah. guy. Friendly, friendly. Friendly Him guy, Elsie, yeah. Cool. Friendly. Mean diver. We would hang out, they would hang out at uh, Luke's. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. Uh, there was, at night, People would go there and drink, you know. Uh, mm. Ethel, yeah, she, she was yeah. bringing the drinks and whatnot. And Jack would be there with his ukulele. Jack would sing, I don't know how many, man, he knew all these Hawaiian songs. And he would sit sit there and play his ukulele with Elsie sitting next to him. And he would sing Hawaiian song after Hawaiian song. Yeah, what stories do you know of Jack? Uh, you said he was that, a great diver. That, that yeah, I heard that. I never oh, dealt with oh, him. I never dealt with him either. But uh, uh, his kindness, his uh, hospitality. Big heart to that. Yeah. Nice guy. No fooling. He was, uh, I, I, you know, back then you sit there and they tell you their stories. Uh, mm. And today, uh, if someone is really sharp in Akamai, they would have their microphone or something filming this guy and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, he was like Samson Casimiro. Yeah. Uh, they no had fooling. some. You talk about, I call them ocean stories. Oh, these uh. guys, they had a ton. Anyway, Jack, Jack told me that uh, when somebody go missing or, you know, drown, uh -huh. uh, they would ask him, especially the Japanese families, to go die for the body yeah. so that they could, you know, bury. Mm. Uh, even if it was a part of the body, that was, you know, that was needed. Mm. But anyway, I won't, I won't talk about the uh, stories that he told me, but uh, he would tell me, and I, I hope I get this right, that he would get these uh, kids, you know, were somewhat wayward, and he would take them in, him and Elsie, and uh, plantation days, yeah, no, no more money, mm. you know. And uh, he said that uh, he would take the kids diving and teach them how to dive, because that's what they're going to eat. Yeah. Back in the day, plenty of fish, yeah? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Kokao. Yeah. Okana come from there. So they would uh, go down the beach. You know, over here, that's what I said. They go down the beach. Mm. I mean, there's no beach. It's all rocks. Yeah. yeah. But they go down the beach. Shoreline. Yeah, they say in Hapuna. Mm. And he said his uh, fish float yeah. was, uh, you know, from the toilet. Yeah, the, the ball. The ball. Yeah. You'd be screwing into that copper rod. Uh-huh. Or you get one of those fish floats, uh, those toilet floats. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd rig up a, a tow line and the kui uh. that you'd string the fish on. And he said, all the kids, they go dive, you know, poke, whatever. Yeah. And he said, when that ball would underwater. sink just underwater, uh -huh. you would say, no. he'd know that he had 100 pounds of fish. Mm. That was a sign. Mm. And so that was, you know, pow. Yeah. And so that's what they're going to eat. That's how he fed all those kids. And the way yeah. he thought, I, I wish, you know, I had these things I recorded, but uh, that was Jackie Riguchi. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, teaching kids how to dive and then catching their own food because that's the only way they're going to survive because no more money, huh? Plantation. Uh -huh. I mean, not that much money. But, uh, yeah, I remember Jack. Yeah. How did you uh, know him? Uh 
Because the location, it was the last house going in. Yeah. Sometimes they take my dog, and you know there, there are different interpretations of. I don't know. Anyway, uh, he came out one day and and he said, well, "What's the problem? You know, it, it, it dissolved like he was a uh, the dawn liquid in a pool of oil. You know, it just everything went melting." Yeah, down. he was a happy guy. I thought, wow, how did this guy do that? You know, he just show up and, okay, done. Walk your separate ways. He was a peacemaker. I mean, you know, that's what I felt I, I got from him. We started talking story and I didn't get to know him, but later on, I'd hear stories about, you know, his conservation, his, his diving abilities. And like yeah. like Uncle, Uncle Sam, you know, they had no weight belt. No. And they're pumping 60, 80, sometimes 100 feet. Yeah, they could dive. You know, I, I hit 120, but I got weights, man. I, if I if it was a free dive, no weights, descent, I couldn't make it. I got to burn, come back up. Yeah, you were a diver, too. I remember you could dive deep. My problem was I had sinus. I couldn't mm. clear my ears. Oh. That was my excuse. But anyway, I remember Jack was telling me this story. Yeah. Back in the uh, plantation days, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, turtles would come up to the shore, right next to the shore, yeah. and eat uh, what we call turtle limo. Uh -huh. Yeah, I don't see too much of that anymore. No. Too many, too many turtles, I think. But, lobster uh, limo, too. Yeah. Huh? Lobster limo, too. You don't see that. Uh, I mean, I hardly see it. Yeah, I don't know what lobster limo is. Oh, okay. But anyway. I'm not sharing. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> The, uh, Sorry, guys. But he said, the guys, the kids, they would go down with their 22 rifles. Mm. And then the turtle come up to eat the limo right next to shore the rock. Yeah. It shoot him. Shoot him in the head. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, come run on. down, grab the turtle before it sank. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, take him home and eat him. Uh-huh. You ever eat turtle? No. No, nah, really? Never, no. Wow. I know my tutu wahini had oil. She used it for medicinal turtle purpose. oil was medicinal, yeah. especially for burns. Oh. Yeah, uh, it tells a great story about that. Oh. Anyway, okay. so anyway, they would grab the turtle. But anyway, this uh, this this one kid never come home. Hmm. Jack's telling me the story. So they go look for him. Mm -hmm. All they found was a rifle on the rocks. Oh, you figure he shot one turtle. Went down. Yeah. Slip on a rock. We don't know what happened. Yeah. Uh, slip in the water, turtle. Mm -hmm. So they asked Jack, he could die for the body. Yeah. And so, you know, that was Jack's thing. Uh -huh. uh, people called upon him for that service. Yeah. Like, like Sam Casimiro. He's been asked to go, you know, I, I don't mm -hmm. want to take anything away from his family, but, you know, Sam used to tell us stories about, you know, go diving for body, die yeah. for the body. Yeah. You know, for the family. I, I share one story, probably you heard it too. He was telling me he was diving for the body. I forget where it was. I don't know. Somebody's call. Yeah. yeah. So he was diving. All of a sudden, it was like he was in the shade. He was, you know, cage? Shade, shade. It came dark. You know, he's diving, sunlight, yeah. and all of a sudden, it's like a cloud passed over him. He said he looked up. Ooh, said the bug was at least 20 feet. Yeah, yeah. I've had that happen. He was, uh, I guess it was looking for his victim. Oh. Yeah. Being bravery, these guys. I don't know. Oh. Courageous. You know, yeah. Because you, know, you know that if somebody's gone, you know, eventually yeah. he's going to have somebody looking to. Sure. Not the you're not the top of the food chain. Not in the water? No. But, uh, yeah, that was Jackie Riguchi, uh -huh. my, my memories of him, and yeah. sitting in Luke's, you know, having a toot, <laughs> and uh, listening to him singing the Hawaiian songs and yeah. telling his stories about... He told me one story that uh, somebody got swept out into the channel, yeah, and uh, they couldn't get him. Couldn't get Jack? No, they couldn't get uh, whoever that person was. Oh, they okay. couldn't uh, rescue him. And he was sitting there, and a sadness passed over, oh. you know, his eyes. And uh, 
Hmm. He said, you know, they, they didn't call him. And he said, if they had called me, I would have saved that person. You know, that's how confident the guy was. I mean, I'll leave no that's not mean. You know, you know, you know. Oh, it's a mean rip to here, yeah, man. You know, you got caught in that channel, what, a couple of times, huh? Yep. All your fault, too, you know. Yeah, well. You know. drown out there. Just abandoned By us. By God's grace, I'm, I'm on land. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh, Jackery Gucci, one of the old time divers, mm -hmm. like uh, Sam, Samson Casimiro. Yeah. Terrific. I, I remember hearing uh, fantastic stories, you know, and, and had I not been taught by a, a well known diver, I, I would pass it off as fantasy, you know, or a fishing tale, you know. Yeah. But I've seen some incredible things and feats, even to see it. No. That didn't happen. One one story that you know is told repeatedly that I like to share. Uh, a, a great diving spot was uh, Kilkea. Yeah. Yeah, backside Kilkea. Yeah. And uh, the story goes, even even Sam uh, uh, told this story. We were at uh, I invited him to speak at a gathering mm. of people who were into ocean conservation. Yeah. And he came. And then uh, he told the story that he, yeah, the guy was a hot diver. I mean, that guy, he had the eye, right? I mean, oh. you know, I mean, he could spear. Yeah. Kotang job, yeah. Kotang's like a slingshot. <laughs> Those days, that's what they did the job. Oh, man, the Kotang, yeah, these guys. Deadly, man. Whew, it's like a rifle. I like that. Yeah, it was like a rifle. I mean, it was, it was a, a tube, drilled a hole in it. Mm -hmm. You had a iron shaft, surgical rubber with a notch in the end of your spear, mm -hmm. and you pull it back like a bow and arrow, and wango. Yep. Anyway, he, he tells the story that he had gone diving, huh? and his flora was yeah. like a flag, yeah? flags. What that meant is that his flora, he had these fish, uhu, and they're strung on this flora, mm. and they look like flags waving in the, in the air. Really? Yeah, I mean, you know, that was hot, man. That was good. You know, and oh, they were on his floor. They weren't. No, it was in his floor. On his floor. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. And you know they're like flags. You yeah. Know? And uh, you know, okay, okay, yeah, back in the day, mm -hmm. oh man, uh, uhus were like schools. Mimpachi, Mimpachi, Cole. I mean, wow. you know, uh, and so he comes in, and I think his son told the story too. Mm. He lays the fish on the grass, and he tells the people, "Take whatever you like." But only take what you need. Yep. And help yourself. Yeah. That was my tutu. That take all Sam. you want, but eat all you take. Yeah. That was Samson Kazaro. Yeah. Ah, that guy could dive. Wow. Great diver. You know, that was an old school conservation. You know, instead of teaching why, you know, they give you a common sense answer. Oh, wow. Okay, that's it. I know what that means. It's a waste. The one in the freezer cannot be making babies. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Yeah. yeah. Take what you need. And always got. I mean, I grew up, go down a beach, 10 minutes, get dinner. Take a half an hour to get back home, but in the water, 10 minutes. It's so much fish. Oh. Sad. That was back in the day. Yep. But anyway, we got a minute left. Uh, we took uh, time talking about Kuala Pool. Yeah, we talked about some uh, old-time divers, mm. Jackie Riguchi, Elsie yeah. uh, Tanonaka. They lived uh, last house to went into the park. Yeah, yeah talk about Luke's and Ethel and uh, all the good times of people that used to hang out there. Dane's Pooley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dane, Dana Pooley, all those guys. Really miss them. Oh. But anyway, time's up. Uh, next week, we're going to be bringing back Kionik Kalave. He's a kuna kui kui. We're going to be talking about some really interesting stuff. But uh, that's going to be next Thursday. What is today? 30th. It's going to be the 6th huh? or something. Anyway. But anyway, I want to thank you guys for listening in. I hope we didn't bore you too much. But uh, have a safe and happy new year. And uh, we see you guys next year. Yeah? It's going to be next year already. Okay. Aloha and mahalo. Be safe. 
This is Aloha Country.